0: Welcome to Dream School. This is the podcast where the bell rings and the fun begins. In this feature from Anson Radio, the children sit down with the Dream School head teacher and share their vision for the best school ever. And just like the genie in Aladdin, the Dream School head teacher can make anything happen. Jelly and ice cream for lunch? Sorted. PE lessons taught by Lionel Messi? Done. Unicorns in a playground zoo? No problem. In the Dream School, Anything is possible. The children will take you through their perfect day from the minute they wake up, through their first lessons, their amazing dreamlike playtimes, who from history is coming back to life to teach them all about the past, what's on the menu at lunchtime, who's going to be teaching the best P lesson ever, and what clubs look like after school at Dream School. So sit back, relax and listen to the best school ever. Again, I'm here with Abdul today. He's one of our newest members of the Anthem Radio team, applying for the job because when there isn't football outside, it's boring. So we can't wait to hear how his playtime is going to be much more exciting at Dream School. Hello, Abdul. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. You're good. Um, do you enjoy school?
1: Um, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and it could be. Yeah, sometimes it can be well.
0: What um What makes a good day?
1: Um. The playtimes, the food.
0: What particularly about playtime is good?
1: The sports and uh, all the running around and the fresh air.
0: And so because playtime and sport is particularly good of you, as we go through your dream school, is that what we're likely to hear the most? Yeah. yeah. Lots of sports. Yeah. So our dream school day begins at the moment that you wake up and we have to decide obviously what we're going to wear, so we better get you out of bed. So what's happening at your dream school? What are we wearing? What are we getting dressed up in? Have we got a uniform?
1: Um, no uniform. You just wear anything that's not smart. So like anything that you usually wear on a day out.
0: So we're not allowed to wear a shirt and a tie? No. Um, a ball dress? No. No big party outfits? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, it's relaxed, it's casual? Yeah. Um, shorts, are they allowed?
1: Uh, if you're in, if it's like a sports kit then yeah.
0: Okay, so you can still wear a sports kit. It's an interesting one actually because um, the idea of uniform or no uniform and the whole smartness, um, we don't have a uniform here and some days people look really smart and other days they look really casual. Why do you just want it relaxed like that?
1: I just like the way that it, like, it just feels.
0: Have you um, had to dress up for a special occasion?
1: Yeah, I've had to dress up for, like, like, lots of weddings and all
0: that. And do you enjoy getting dressed up for weddings? No. Yeah. <laughs> that probably is why you don't want to do it every day of your life at school. Yeah. Um, you're going off to secondary school soon. Do they have a uniform at your secondary school? Yeah. And how are you feeling about that?
1: I'm feeling, uh, like, I feel like it's going to be sort of a boring school <laughs> because like, they're just, like, so old fashioned.
0: Okay you have to give it a chance they might surprise you once you get inside it's a bit like that old phrase about not judging a book by its cover so from the outside it might look really boring and official but when you get in there it could be a lot of fun Um, my son goes to a school with a uniform he has to wear his blazer every day and his shirt his tie but they do some pretty cool things in that school um so hopefully it'll be just what you need it to be is there anything else you need to tell us about the start of your day um where this school is
1: uh yeah so as soon as you walk into the school, they'd either give you money or, or, or food or, or like presents uh, or you'd meet your favourite celebrities and uh, they'll talk to you while you're walking into the school.
0: Very nice. So there's somebody to greet you, give you free stuff. Um, and tell me about you mentioned something, I think, when, when you um, were talking about your dream school originally about it being in another dimension
1: yeah it'd be it, so every day you uh, so you get to like a normal spot so like 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 the police or like the government don't catch on but in reality there's like a bus like hide- hidden and then like you, everyone gets on the bus and then you like get sent in somewhere in the clouds where <laughs> there's another school it,
0: it's so effectively you're going to school but it's not the school you walk in the doors
1: of. No, because they do register first and then they go up to I've got a bus. It's
0: almost like a school trip every day. Uh, when I saw your answer, I was looking into parallel universes. Um, and the idea of, of another dimension comes from the thinking that if the fourth dimension is time, then the fifth dimension, which is a dimension at the right angle to the fourth dimension, is an alternative reality. So in other words, by that definition, every angle that you can turn to could walk into a different dimension so there could be another abdul sitting in a radio station right now with another dream school head teacher having the same conversation or a different conversation depending on how that abdul is feeling at the time
1: yeah sort of yeah
0: <laughs> that's crazy um but i love the idea do you imagine that the bus would pick a different dimension every day
1: yeah uh, so they'd go into one dimension one day and then they go into, like, a whole different I dimension other.
0: That's brilliant. All right, let's open the doors to your dream school. English or maths, Abdul? What's the first subject? English or maths? Maths. Okay, why maths?
1: Because I figured out, yeah, 1 plus 9
0: plus 8 equals 1. I'm um, sorry, what now?
1: <laughs> one plus nine plus eight equals one. Because if you think about it, you do like change into words, and then and then On the first letter of each word, um, you uh, add it together, which makes one.
0: Oh right! So the first letter of one is O, and the first letter of nine is N, and the first letter of eight is E, and so when you add it together, it makes the yeah. word one. That's yeah. clever. Um, you know I've got eleven fingers.
1: Mm, yeah. And the-
0: yeah do you know that one yeah <laughs> so effectively on my left hand i've got 10 9 8 7 6 fingers and on my other hand i've got five and six add
1: five is 11 i i was thinking about something else what were you thinking of? so you do uh a one two cover the three and comp- and then four five
0: six seven eight nine ten eleven ah uh, that's very good we may have to put little graphics up to explain it so people can try it at home you can convince your parents or your teachers that you've got 11 fingers i once did that routine in a pantomime we did a schoolroom scene, scene um, i think it was in jack and the beanstalk and i had to say in the scene that i had 11 fingers and then um, the schoolmaster hit me with the cane as part of the <laughs> the uh the pantomime um so maths who's teaching it
1: um, so people A famous person that that That's like really smart So like Albert Einstein Or um, Any other famous person
0: <laughs> um, I like that idea I mean Countdown, you know the show Countdown?
1: No
0: So Countdown is um, it's on Channel 4 and it's been going for a very long time Currently hosted by um, the brilliant Colin Murray um, But they have A numbers round That is, they get 30 seconds Six numbers And then they have to use those six numbers not all of them but those six numbers to make a much larger number and during that 30 seconds while they're trying to work it out there's somebody who's standing there and they've already worked it out and they share the answer at the end Um, and so it used to be carol vorderman um, who did that show for years and now it's a lady called rachel riley and their brains are immense when it comes to mathematics. They can solve any calculation just like that. Um, so they could be great to come into the school and, and teach maths as well. Um, do you? I know you said you figured out the little tricks of maths and the little funny puzzles. Do you like maths?
1: Um, sometimes I like maths and sometimes I don't.
0: I guess it depends. It's one of those subjects where there's so many different parts to it. It depends how you get on with each element. Yeah. Um, You might love fractions or you might not love fractions you might love percentages or you might not love percentages shape number there's so many different parts to it it's not like the same every single week is it
1: no it isn't
0: yeah all right well after your maths we're going to go outside to play (coughs) so tell me about your playtime what does the playground look like is it even a playground there are no rules at dream school remember
1: yeah so at the gate uh, every playtime, uh, there's these portals that just like arrive, and then, uh, then like the names, the names of the portals are like on top of the fence. So then, uh, so whoever wants to go in that dimension, you can, uh, go in that uh, dimension, and then if they want to go in the other, they go in the other, and they can go whichever one they want. When they and when that, and so the floor, the floors like astro so uh, it's easier to play football on uh, so there'd be like this whole huge like, pitch and there'd be like huge green fences like surrounding it so balls didn't go over and the rest of the uh, the rest of the playground uh, um there'd be a basketball there's good there'd be a basketball bit and there'd be like more activities to do
0: yeah i think that's, that's a lovely idea and that's probably born out of the idea that our playground is fairly plain and fairly boring and full of concrete uh, and it is something that needs changing whether we can go through different dimensions i don't know but i love the idea of building an astroturf pitch at the school i think with the number of children that love football and are very good at football we don't have the facilities here to embrace their talents so you could be amazing at football but realistically you're just playing on a concrete you know there's no diving around there's no there's no ability to even feel like you can take a risk because you could fall. Um, so I think, you know, having those portals is a really lovely idea. What to you then is the perfect place to play football?
1: Uh, somewhere where parents or people passing by the school would see and watch. So, so if a, a scout was walking past, they can ask for your number and all that.
0: OK, so if, if there was a scout coming past the school, a football scout, um, and they were to ask you to join their club, which clubs would you not join?
1: I wouldn't join. I wouldn't join grassroot clubs. Okay. I, I don't like one of them, those big clubs like Barcelona, uh, Borussia. I joined Real Madrid or all that.
0: Um, Arsenal.
1: Yeah, I joined Arsenal. But even though I don't like him, I still joined it
0: Yeah, I think that's the key. Um, I know when I was playing football, um. We had a few scouts there was a great scout called albert toft and he used to turn up in his sheepskin coat and you knew he was coming because um, he'd announced to the manager that he was going to be coming on a particular day and so you try your hardest to play the best game you could um, and so i had i was lucky i had trials at stoke city now I, I never wanted to play for stoke city but if they'd have offered me a contract which they didn't i'd have taken it because once you're in the door then you can really show what you've got and the skills you've got but we had scouts from Norwich City, West Bromwich Albion, Bristol City. Um, they used to come along and they used to see us play and invite us for trials. Um, I had three trials at Stoke City and I got rejected after the third trial. Um, and it's you know it's one of those things where you all you can do is try your best and just just hope that it, it works. But yeah, it doesn't matter who turns up, even if it was you know Boreham Wood or Barnet, which is I suppose some of our closest clubs or Hendon or something. You, you take the chance because um, it is about getting your foot in the door and then showing your talent um i quite like the idea as well just in our playground of having floodlights as well because if you think about our our autumn term when it's um football club sometimes it's dark by four o'clock but we could carry on with our clubs much longer if we had better lighting um so we might have to i mean you're in year six now so you're going to be leaving but at some point you might have to come back and have a little look and see if our playground's changed all right, we uh, we have finished with our playtime. We're going to come back inside for history, and I suspect that your footballing theme might carry on.
1: That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Ich bin ein Bialino.
0: I have to tell you now, this country is at war with Germany. No, to a so, at dream school, um, we can bring back anybody from the past to life to teach us something about history so who would you like to bring back
1: I'd bring back uh Pele because he's like gone through lots of stuff and like lots of good and bad stuff and he'd be able to talk about them
0: okay so what do you mean by good and bad stuff can you tell us a little bit about some of it
1: so I mean the bad there's there's bad there's the good stuff is that he i think he won a world cup and all that and uh, his like his career uh he could talk about that and the best of like yeah his disease and the way that caused him to die and where his name originated from
0: he's an amazing person actually and one of the the greatest things i suppose recently my boys became quite interested in pelle when he died um, and for them, he wasn't really a reference. Nobody, he, the boys wouldn't really know about that. So it's great that you do. But there was, there's a lovely film at the moment that's available on Amazon Prime and probably other platforms as well called Pele: Birth of a Legend, um, and it's a great story because it charts. Th- his story from when he was a boy and some of the tragedies that hit him when he was a young boy living in Brazil but how they used to just love playing the game and they would make their own balls and they would kick them around the streets and they would see how long they could keep the ball up in the air but it charts his success all the way through to when he was 17 and he represented Brazil at the World Cup. Brazil had had a a terrible World Cup and the Brazilian style of play was really under question and he came along and he was kind of suppressed for a while of being able to play football in the way he wanted to and really express himself. Um, but eventually, he kind of came through, and they they embraced his skill and talent. And um, the rest is history. Brazil actually then won three World Cups. Um, it, it's it's quite a remarkable story, really. Um, so, when did you first become aware of Pele? Then,
1: uh, ever since I was born, and yeah. That- ever since i got really got into football uh, i started like uh, like playing like, football type games to like memorise uh, who's on whose team and or yeah
0: yeah um my um, i'm an ipswich town fan um which you know is amazing this season because they've had a really good season but back in i suppose um the 1980s ipswich town were huge they were like the second best team in the country um they'd won the fa cup the UEFA Cup, which I guess is now the Europa League, and they'd finished second in the Premier League, which was called Division One at the time. But my first realisation of Pele was when Ipswich Town were given the summer off. So they'd just won, um, I think, the UEFA Cup, and they were told by their manager, Sir Bobby Robson, would any of them like to be involved in a film? Um, and so some of them said yeah we've got nothing else to do in the summer so they went off to to film this film alongside Pele an actor called Michael Caine and another actor called Sylvester Stallone and it was a film called Escape to Victory Um, and it was all about in the second world war how the prisoners of war in the allied camps um, were going to play the German officers and they planned their escape through this football match but Pele was the starring role and there's a moment in the film where where the ball comes across and Pele does a, a basically a scissors kick in the air, a big bicycle kick and scores the winning goal. Um, and it's shot from all these amazing angles and he did it in one take. They literally put the ball across, he flung himself up into the air and scored this goal in one take and you just think, wow, to be able to do that is quite amazing. So yeah, Pele is a great choice to be able to teach us about not just football but about, um, I suppose, his history. And some of the struggles he's been through as well. Do you think there's anybody playing at the moment that in the future will have the same kind of um, hero worship or stardom
1: as Pele? Yeah, uh, I'd feel like Ronaldo because his talents like downgrading, but and he's getting like really old now. So I'd feel like he'd go through the same thing that happened with Pele
0: yeah he's, he's he's an amazing talent he's scored more goals than anybody else for sure and he's come up on the podcast a couple of times now and now of course playing in saudi arabia at the time that we're recording this but still the leading goal scorer for portugal um and plays with amazing skill and talent i suppose the other one would be Messi. um i'm not sure in england is there anybody in england that you think is like super stardom worthy is there anybody that's uh Marcus Rashford yeah Marcus Rashford is I suppose he's more than a footballer as well isn't he with all the work he's done mm-hmm. for children with free school meals but also some of the books he's published on confidence. but yeah Marcus Rashford has amazing potential. Um, let's see if he can he can live up to it. Okay, I think it's probably time for dream school lunch. What's on the lunch menu or are you just playing football outside?
1: Uh, the lunch menu really would be Protein shakes Or there'd be like uh, Starbucks would come to the school And the <laughs> would come to the school And yeah, like All those big fast food And like healthy places would like Come to the school and like emerge Like okay. a whole shopping centre Sort of
0: So basically you've got a Um it's a bit like have you, have you ever been to one of those service stations when you stop on the motorway and you get out on the service stations and there's all of the foods in one place in a court. Yeah. So that's what you'd like. Yeah. Which is your favourite place to go to then out of all of the sort of fast food places? Starbucks. Starbucks, that's that's a nice one. Are you drinking the coffee? Oh,
1: no, I, just, I, just, <laughs> I just go for the hot chocolate or. Nice.
0: Other stuff. Okay, so serious questions now because we need to get serious at some point. Um, hot chocolate with marshmallows and cream, or without.
1: Uh, I just go for the cream because because uh, the one that I go to, they don't have marshmallows.
0: Okay, yeah, the cream is good uh, as long as it's piled up nice and high with yeah. a spoon, or straight in and make the cream mustache. Look, make the cream mustache. <laughs> you got it. As long as somebody tells you you've got it, that's fine. That sounds like a, a very nice, um, a very nice lunch. Do you have any favourite foods as well um, that that aren't from fast food restaurants? Uh,
1: yeah, I like. I like uh, salads sometimes.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, nice. That's good. That's healthy. You, you know, you got your protein shakes in there, you've got your salads, and you've got your Starbucks hot chocolate. <laughs> That's a nice balance. All right, we, we've had our lunch, and because uh, I know that you love sport, we're then going to come back inside and have even more sport. <whistles> so we can... We can literally bring back anybody again to teach us sport um a sporting superstar Who's going to come back and teach us our P lesson?
1: Uh, I feel like uh, the Totti FIFA team
0: Okay, so you're going to bring back everybody from the team of the year in FIFA Yeah. Brilliant Who do you think this season then it's been an amazing season looks like Manchester City are going to win the league title after Arsenal slip up just yesterday So who do you think would make team of the year this year?
1: Um... Man City but Arsenal might have a chance because they were good but it was a like, silly mistake that they did to let like, lose the league sort of. Yeah, they have
0: they they were in prime position. They've had an amazing season, but they must be gutted because they're so close. And we'd expect Manchester City to go on and beat Chelsea this weekend and win the the title. Yeah. Um a lot can happen of course. It's never over until it's actually over. But I suppose let's think about defenders. Who do you think the best defender is at the moment this season then?
1: Uh, for Man City? Or... For
0: anybody who wants to go into your team of the year. If they're, if they're coming to teach me in my PE lesson, I want the best.
1: Um, that's hard. I'd feel like uh, Ramos yeah. is good because he puts his life on the line for uh, everyone else.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, and he's a, he's one of the older defenders as well. It's the same in... um. Chelsea, Chelsea haven't had a good season, but Thiago Silva again—he's like you know in his mid to late thirties, but he never gives up. He's always there at the last minute to block. I suppose it's just that mentality. What about midfielders? Who's the most creative midfielder this season? Then
1: I'm not sure. You're not sure. Um, it, it's it,
0: Kevin De Bruyne is obviously the one that springs to mind. Most assists yeah, this year. the
1: because like, everybody, everybody like most midfielders they see the easy passes so like through but like Kevin De Bruyne his his passes are like, like curved and like he can't be predicted
0: yeah you can't you never know where he's going to put the ball I guess that's what makes it tricky and it's interesting because speaking about defenders before for Liverpool Alexander-Arnold has suddenly gone into central midfield and it's changed Liverpool's season around just making that shift um, where, and it's because he's got that vision He had that vision as a as a left-back Now he's got that vision um, In the centre of midfield, which is amazing What about strikers? It's been a good season for goal scorers 1,000 goals already in the Premier League
1: My opinion would be Benzema
0: Benzema, yeah Benzema is a, a talent, again, he's he's one of the Ageing ones, but he just keeps turning up every year Doesn't he, and doing some amazing things Interesting to see, because Real Madrid Have got Manchester City this week in the second Leg of the semi-final, and it's Billed as Benzema versus Haaland Haaland's obviously already scored over 50 goals this
1: season Yeah, it's like It's because of Kevin De Bruyne The only goal that, that he scores That uh, that uh, Haaland scores Is basically tap-ins but, So that's why I think he gets most of the hit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so we don't think Haaland's as good as the number of goals he scored
1: No okay. But all he scored is just tap What about Harry Kane? Harlan's better than Harry Kane Because his uh, uh, Harlan's physicality And all the like His His vision Yeah
0: I think that's, it's not bad it, I'll tell you who I'd have in my team of the year If he was still playing Is Terry Butcher Have you ever heard of Terry Butcher? Yeah He played for Ipswich Town so That's probably why you've never heard of him In the 1980s And he was He was immense He was just one of the best defenders you've ever seen Um nothing would get past him he was so strong but also had a bit of a vision going forwards as well he was absolutely brilliant um and a bit of a hero of mine for sure Um, i had the pleasure of meeting him a few years ago um and it was literally like they say you should never meet your heroes but he was amazing really generous and kind with his time okay let's um end our school day then at a wonderful after school club So what are we going to do after school? We don't want to go home, we've had a wonderful day at Dream School, it's the perfect school, so how are we going to finish our day?
1: Uh extra. For me, it'd just be like, extra playtime, and with let like everything out, and with all the portals, yeah.
0: So you just want to play football from the minute you get up to the minute that you go to bed? Yeah. What do you want to do when you're older?
1: footballer
0: i suppose it makes perfect sense doesn't it it's um it's an amazing sport i have to say um i went to wembley yesterday to watch the women's fa cup final um with my two boys and my wife and uh it was chelsea versus manchester united and it was pretty awful for um the boys because they support chelsea and in the first 20 seconds manchester united scored it was disallowed for offside. But Chelsea just didn't play at all well in the first half. In the second half, it was like a different team, and they made a couple of key substitutions. And the, the you talk about through balls earlier on. The ball that led to um, the goal, the harder crossing it over for Kerr, and then Kerr does a double backflip, and the whole stadium, well, half of it just went crazy. Um, it was amazing to be there, um, and seventy-seven thousand people. The the sport is growing for for the women's game, and is already massive for the men's game. But you can see why it's it's just such a a sport that gives you so many highs and so much emotion is wonderful. Um, so if you know if you keep working and if we manage to get a scout from Barcelona to walk past the school, <laughs> you never know what might happen. Um, so let's just recap your dream school. You have started today by dressing pretty casually, um, heading into school, having a register and then heading off to a different dimension. Your math lesson is going to be taught by a celebrity um, and we've got some clever maths tricks to be able to help us learn it. Break time is going to involve some more portal travelling, um, going into different dimensions potentially to find some great astro pitches, some of the best ones. Um, I suppose you could even have portals that go into actual stadiums, so you could play in the Bernabeu while in Now camp. Um, history lesson is going to be taught by Pele so we can learn a lot about football but also his life. Um, Lunch time we've got our own special takeaway selection um, and you're going to have a Starbucks hot chocolate for sure um and then we're going to come back in for PE which is going to be taught by the team of the year dream team um possibly including Benzema teaching us how to strike and then we're going to finish with some more football outside um it sounds like a great day at dream school have you enjoyed dream school yeah 100 100%. 100%, brilliant all right let's close the doors <laughs> So that was Abdul's Dream School, a sporting masterclass from some of the greats of the present day and the past. Join us again next time for another Dream School.